Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched Survivor Season 34 episode finale. Whether it's episode 12, if you count the double episodes as a single episode, or episode 14 and 15, or uh, something, whatever. Uh, it's the finale and the reunion. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I I loved it. Probably my favorite episode of the season and uh it's uh it's well earned uh, everything ha happened throughout the season pretty much has led up to this of course because they were editing they they knew what happened when they were editing it so of course they could set up all kinds of all kinds of this crazy stuff all all kinds of badass stuff i was hoping she was going to say uh the expletive badass blank and then just bleep it out. Uh, Michaela says that at one point in this episode. But we'll get to that eventually. Because this is a double episode, triple episode if you count the the, the reunion. But I'm not going to really talk about the reunion at all. Um, let's instead start by discussing the aftermath of the, um, the, aftermath of the previous tribal council. Everyone's kind of going crazy about everything and Aubrey's just watching everyone smiling. Um, and, uh, then Ty goes and tells Brad that he has two idols. He could have just said he had one idol. He tells him about both of them. And, um, yeah, Ty is just a wreck and it, it uh, kind of informs his game too much, but maybe it informs his game just enough. We have immunity challenge. Number one, a gigantic maze an actual maze that they have to run through and find three, I think it's three bags of puzzle pieces each might've been four and then assemble a puzzle. There's a vertical puzzle of a compass. And that was pretty cool. Uh, not only does the winner of this challenge gets uh, immunity, but they also win reward uh, chickens, chicken parm, spaghetti, and other Italian related foods. There wasn't a whole lot of focus on the food itself uh, when they actually go. Anyhow, uh, I thought this challenge was a bit interesting. It seemed as though they tried to even the odds in a way because not everybody had to go to the same stations. Uh, they had the three or four bags, but there were six. I think it was three bags each, and then there were six stations. But uh, the men all went to the same stations and the women went to all the same stations. I think there might've been some variation and whatnot. So it was a kind of an asymmetrical challenge in that way. I don't know if that helps or hurts, uh, overall. And if they did all do exactly the same thing, if Brad still would have won, if they had done, uh, swapped who did what, if Brad still would have won, because uh, it really came down to the puzzle anyway. Um, I don't know if anybody uh, suffered so much from either having a lead, not having the lead, or gained from having a lead, getting to, to putting together the actual puzzle. Because it, it was a difficult one. One of those tricky, like, uh, it's a... I keep saying the word symmetrical. Well, this would be the second time. Um, it's a rotationally symmetrical puzzle, which uh, so there's four, 
spots that any one piece could be. And that's if there are clear markings on it that have like the half and half uh, duo tone um, designs on it. Some of the ones were just solid colors. Those could go anywhere in that puzzle. Um, There were like a couple of segments that were stuck that were part of the frame. So those were good like starting points. Um, Somebody, who was it? It was, um, I think it was Michaela. She actually finished the puzzle first, but uh, some of the design, the design didn't match up on one of the points of that compass design. And so she, she didn't win because it wasn't actually complete. All she had to do, I think, was flip around those two pieces, maybe, because there's a front side and a back side. And it was just like left, right, reverse uh, for the colors on one little part. Um, cause I don't think it would have completely fit together differently just for those two pieces to be opposite, but maybe, maybe it, it did. I don't know. Um, anyhow, uh, Brad wins. He, uh, chooses Troy to go on reward with him and he has to pick one more person and therefore leaving out three people. Is it final six at this point? Yeah. Cause there's three and three. Um, he takes Sarah along with him which uh i don't know i guess he's maybe following that philosophy of uh keep don't bring everybody who you're sided with along with you because presumably he's still sided with ty but ty definitely doesn't feel that way being left out of that um and it seems like oh now he's working with sarah because he's bringing her along um so they talk while they're eating, of course, and uh, Brad says, let's all vote Aubrey. And I I shouted at the television, no, I didn't, I, I, but shouting. I said, no, but in a shout manner. So uh, they go back to, to camp, and Brad is just strong-arming Ty. He's really being really threatening towards him, saying, you got to play your idol for yourself and then give me the other ones. There's no funny business and all that kind of thing. And I felt really bad for Ty. He was already having a difficult time, and uh, now he's got uh, this guy. This guy, uh, not yeah, you could say it's bullying him. Comes across that way anyway. He's being really, really um uh intense intense and threatening not a fun situation to to be in um but i am happy for ty because he's stuck to his guns he didn't give up his idols he didn't give in to the that strong arming and he played the idols pretty wisely so we get get, we we get to um tribal council all kinds of talk about who is going to get voted and and whatnot. But at this point in the game, uh, there's there are so many advantages, so many idols, and all that. So so Brad, he's he's safe because he ha- he won immunity. Uh, Ty he plays an idol for himself, so he is safe. He plays his other idol for Aubrey, so she is safe. And then we have Sarah, who plays um, her idol. Oh, <laughs> before that, um, Troy plays his idol for himself. He's safe. And then 
And then Sarah has her secret advantage, not her secret advantage, uh, the legacy advantage that was willed to her from um, Sierra. And uh, so Sarah's safe. And therefore, no matter who voted what, um, Sari is the only one who isn't safe. She didn't receive a single vote, and yet she's voted out because she's the only one who can be. Um, so they don't even do a revote or anything. And I felt that, like as it was happening, I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. And then uh, once I realized, oh, it's Sari who's out with no votes and she's she's gone. That sucks. That really sucks um, for her. That has to be one of the worst ways to go. It's not even... She wasn't blindsided. She wasn't betrayed by anybody. Nobody saw that coming. Like, everyone was just trying to save themselves using their own advantages. And then, once all is, is done, they realize, oh, crap. That... That sucks. Nobody... Like, there's no planning that. Uh, no one person among the six knew that any of those other things would happen. And I, I'm not even sure how many of those things happening Sari knew about. Uh, did she know about Troy's idol? I think Brad was the only one who knew about that. Uh, there were only the guys who knew about Ty's idols. The, the girls surely had some idea that, oh, Ty is really good at finding these things. She, he, he probably has found at least one. Um, and we'll use that at some point. Uh, but absolutely nobody knew about Sarah's legacy advantage. And yeah, cra- crazy, crazy. Um, and probably my favorite uh, moment of the season, just the, the reveal. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We have some. <laughs> um, and the reaction of the jury was great. Um, so there we go. Sari's out with no votes. Uh, Ty got two votes. Sarah got three votes, I think. And Aubrey got one vote. All negated. None count for anything. And Trey didn't receive any votes in that, in that thing. Um, up next, we had immunity challenge number two. Uh, we had balls going through like an obstacle course on little uh, lever platform things. So kind of like a wire maze, except with balancing a ball on the end of those sticks instead of not instead of not try, instead of trying not to uh, jiggle the, a wire maze, there is trying not to drop the balls. And if this is Big Brother, the wire maze would be electrified, and that's one of my favorite Big Brother uh, challenges ever. I don't know if they've even done that on the American version. This was on um, oh, which season was that? I'm going to guess it was Big Brother 12 in the UK. The first time they did it. That's a a total guess. And I'm going to look it up. I'll be right back. Okay, it was just looking at three seconds of the clip uh, is making me laugh. Um, It was Big Brother 9 um, back from 2008. Electric shock task. Look that up on YouTube. Um, There's a couple of couple of different site parts of it because they had two hours to do this thing uh it's just gigantic in the entire yard and they have to guide uh like these ha- this handle thing they call it a wand through this maze but if they make contact with it 
The people doing it don't get shocked. Everybody else in the house, they're inside of the house watching them do it. They get shocked, and it is one of the funniest things I have seen on a, on a reality show. Go check that out. It's great. But they went, that, that doesn't make sense on Survivor because they don't have electricity. So it's, it's uh, simply the, the effects of gravity that uh, may mess, mess you up on the wire wand mazes. All right. So, uh, yeah, Brad wins this challenge, of course. He says, uh, I, I did so well because I got one of these in my house. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I would not be surprised if he did because that is a, a really fun thing just to do and like to practice your dexterity and stuff. He doesn't actually have one in there, but maybe he does. He might. He might. He might have one of these wire mazes. Um, so everybody agrees. Oh, it's going to be easy. Let's get Aubrey out. And I yelled no again at the screen. But uh, it, 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 it was finally Aubrey's time to go. Uh, four votes to one. Aubrey is the only one to vote for Troy. And Troy says, ah, that's my first vote. Um, which I think, yeah, I guess that is true. Uh, so that takes us to the final immunity challenge, which Brad also wins. We have an obstacle course with a combo lock and a lighthouse puzzle. And Sarah has a huge lead get, gathering the pieces. Uh, but once she gets to actually assembling the puzzle, uh, she struggles quite a bit. And uh, Brad takes the lead um, and and gets gets the challenge done. He wins three immunity challenges in a row maybe four i don't think you won all five in a row there is a there is a gap in there that somebody else won because because aubrey won and i think that happened after brad had already won one 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 yeah aubrey's win um in the first half of parting of such sweet sorrow uh split up brad's uh five wins so very very impressive that's uh, about as that is as good as anybody has been able to do is to win five individual immunity challenges and that's what that's what really got him to the end and similarly to season two australia uh with uh good old what's his name colby donaldson uh he he his fate was in his own hands by deciding who was going to go home and who's going to sit next to him there at final tribal council. And, uh, he chose to go with Sarah for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why who would have voted for Ty, a couple of people, but not nearly as many people as who voted for Sarah for being just a straight up badass through the whole game. She didn't have immunity. Well, she had the advantages that gave her immunity, but, um, she didn't win any individual immunity challenges. Um, and she was on the right side of every single vote. She had all kinds of crazy good strategy and uh, manipulation of people to be able to get to the end and to get an, enough votes to win from them. Uh, yeah, I was so happy. Uh, so Sarah won. Sarah won. And uh, we we have a, kind of a new format in the uh the the 
final tribal council, uh, more of a discussion instead of uh, monologuing from each person. And I thought that was that was really good. It was so much more entertaining than it has been for the last bunch of tri- final tribal councils. It's uh, it offered better discussion. It had uh, more back and forth, not only between the the final three and the jury but uh among the final three and among the jury and i thought that was really cool so i'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna keep doing it that way from now on now explaining it as refocusing on the three aspects of the game outweighed i'll play at last or whatever that that was kind of like okay we could just say we're making it more of a discussion instead of a q a q and a with one question each or like one little question period from each person they don't have to like explain it like forcibly explain it as being these three pillars of the game or something anyhow anyhow i i liked i liked it a lot no matter what they say the explanation of doing it is and i hope they continue to do that in the future and uh, further evolve it in a positive way don't go back don't go back to the old way at the very least, even if you try something completely different and it's and it and it goes wrong, that would be much better than going back to the old way. Now that we've seen how good it can be this way. Um, so there's, uh, yeah, that's, that's it pretty much. Um, I, I was kind of won over by Michaela at uh, the final trial of council and in the, um, on the jury not on the jury on the uh, reunion show she's uh appreciative of it being a game and uh really happy for sarah and and saying things like that was some badass stuff you used the the advantage that i was that i should have gotten it was right at my feet and stuff and uh she wasn't mad about it which uh you could easily be really mad about that kind of thing like i'm such an idiot and well, I guess she did realize, like, that was dumb of me, and it was awesome of her to, to notice that and take advantage of it and to see it as part of the game and the, realize the entertainment factor. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about uh, this season as a whole. Like, I, I've completely flipped on a lot of people that I liked or disliked before, and now I like or dislike them. The opposite now and it's uh it's a it's a wee bit confusing in in ways uh so overall i i i like this season a lot i can see why people didn't like it uh i tried to avoid a lot of the online discussion of it because there was a lot of negativity and uh people complaining like oh things are so obvious. a lot of things will be obvious if you spend uh a, a, a certain amount of time analyzing something you're gonna see patterns develop and things like that and it's like yeah this this is a show that for the most part follows a a kind of formula there there are rules in place of the game there's uh certain things that you have to show for it to make sense of a television show you can't just have stuff come completely out of nowhere there were a couple of instances where it was maybe a little bit confusing because it wasn't quite clear on why things happened uh, because the setup to it happened a lot longer than before but if you show it in the previously on survivor segment 
then it's going to be, then it's too obvious. It's like, oh, that's going to be important in this episode. So you're probably going to play it and stuff like that. So uh, it's a fine balance. And I, I appreciate their, uh, for the most part, the ability, um, that all of production's ability to, uh, to tread that, that fine line and uh, not go too far on making things too obvious and uh, in the other direction, not making things too ambiguous that it's confusing when stuff pays off and things like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's kind of like the two uh, ways of watching as well, that if you're really analyzing everything and uh, thinking about it a lot and trying to figure out and uh, hypothesize about what's going to happen, all that, you're going to see a lot of those breadcrumbs um maybe some full pieces of bread in some cases um along the way as opposed to uh just kind of casually watching it only really think about it when you're watching it that uh that you you will be more likely to forget a lot of the the stuff that has been set up and if there aren't those reminders later on then it does seem out of nowhere uh the vote out of um voting out michaela in the previous episode that's who was voted out that ty was really upset about um that is a a prime example of uh stuff that was set up and does make sense um as far as the information we were given throughout um but it was um, subtle enough that uh it was easy to overlook it wasn't um obviously presented why someone would vote for michaela instead of ty who uh betrayed sarah's trust or siri who herself tried to use that advantage to get uh well it seemed like she was trying to use the advantage to get sarah out but uh, then it was in at the beginning of this episode, it was explained. And so that's another thing that sometimes you also need to have a little bit of patience that maybe it won't make sense until we get uh, the aftermath shown on screen, that that sort of stuff. So anyway, so th- from from that perspective, I see why this this season could be seen as either a mess or way too predictable but either way i thought it was awesome i do th- <laughs> there were too many twists though there are too many twists and different things that it's like maybe sometime soon they just have no twists at all that that is the twist that there are no twists and it's just a straightforward thing and people are thinking that uh i think it was uh was it on Big Brother that they did this? That there's the the concept of the mole, that somebody is the mole, but they're not. There there wasn't actually one, or I might be make, totally making that up. That there, there's a concept of there being a twist, but the twist isn't actually there, and that's the the real twist. So people are trying to strategize, anticipating these things like splitting votes. Splitting votes is like such a huge part of the game now. And they're like, we have to split votes in case they have an idol and stuff. So that could totally screw up their game and make things interesting in the opposite direction that they do think there are idols out there. 
but there aren't any. And so they're still strategizing like that. And maybe at some point, like one person gets that information. There are like, they're searching for these idols and then someone finally finds one. They think they find one and it says, there are no idols this season. What you win at the challenges, that's the only immunity that there is or something to make it very clear to that one person. And they have the option of either sharing that or using that to their advantage that uh, knowing that there is not an idol and playing along with people who think there are. I think that could be really interesting and a way to bring it back to not having advantages, but having twists based on those advantages that we've kind of grown accustomed to at this point. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I like the season a lot. And uh, now we move forward to Survivor Season 35, Triple H, Healers, Hustlers, Heroes, whatever. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's one of those themes that's like, it's, does the theme itself, is that going to play very much into it other than kind of hyping up if we end up with two from each of the original tribes? But that doesn't even have to have those... Uh, definitions of the tribes to to be something to hype up about be like oh you have these two you have these three pairs that started on the three separate tribes that's kind of cool doesn't have to be oh we got two hustlers and two healers and two heroes duking it out at the end of the game yeah we'll see we'll see what happens i'm just gonna call it triple h and i hope that there are all kinds of pedigrees and uh at least one sledgehammer used on the island um so let me know what you thought about this season what you think what your hopes are for the next season uh, a great thing about the next season is that it's all brand new people so that will hopefully be exciting and um get, start bringing up new crops of uh of new folks to to get in there so we don't have another season with like four four-time people <laughs> four-time players in it um what do we have we had Sari. We had, uh, well, Sandra's third time. We had Ozzy a fourth time. Um, somebody else. Can't even remember everybody who was in the season. Uh, Malcolm a third time. It's great. Just have, this is, uh, we need more new people so that the next time there's a returnee season, it's all only second time players. How about that for a concept? I don't know. We have to have a bunch of new, uh, all new seasons for that to happen and uh that's it that's it so let me know what you thought by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to today for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today i watched thanks for tuning in and i'll be back next season for triple h it's time to play the game